The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show. My guest is Dr. Bob Arnott. He's an internal medicine, an award-winning journalist, and New York Times bestselling author. He's the former chief medical correspondent for CBS News, CBS Evening News, 48 Hours, CBS This Morning, NBC News, Dateline NBC Today, and NBC Nightly News, as well as the chief foreign correspondent for MSNBC News. He also was the host of Dr. Danger Reality TV series. He's traveled around the world. He is an expert on nutrition. And today we're going to talk about the whole, uh, well, sort of controversy about coffee. And he writes a whole piece on coffee house call and really looking at is coffee too good to be true? And can we, um, can we use coffee? And does it really help our health? Welcome, Dr. Arnott. Hey, Patricia, great to be on the show. show very yeah, appreciative. yeah, thank you. All right, so let's talk about coffee and coffee beans. What's the good news? What's the bad news? What can we do? So the good news is that when you look at the very big study, <coughs> sorry, you ever done on coffee, five million consumer years of experience in the New England Journal of Medicine, it looks like coffee may be the very best thing that many of us can do for our health. Wow. Wow. Then why is it getting a bad rap? So part there? of it is, they looked at this, I am, is part of it, Patricia, and they looked at it in this study is that, you know, coffee drinkers for years were the ones who also drank and smoked and had a bad diet yeah. and were overweight yeah. and didn't exercise. But in this Harvard study of five main consumer years, they were able to dissect out those individuals who had very good health and they found that coffee had a spectacular benefit. So is it for everybody? No. There are those individuals who are very slow caffeine processors. They could have maybe a cup of coffee or two a day, and after that they'll have trouble sleeping, anxiety, staying up at night. It, you know, it's tough for them. And their blood pressure is likely to go up. But if you're someone who can drink three, four, five cups of coffee a day and enjoy it, it can be the very best thing that you do for your overall health if it's the right coffee. You know, as a physician and somebody who does clinical trials, we have now spent a couple of years in an analytical chemistry laboratory sourcing beans from all over the world, looking at them, and finding those with the very biggest benefits. Patricia, just to put it into perspective, when you look at what's good in coffee, that's the fundamental question. If it has such great values, what is it that's good in it? And the answer is the thing called a polyphenol. It's the same thing that's in fresh fruits, vegetables, green teas, red wines, olive oil. That's what makes them healthy. And because it's one of the most powerful anti 
inflammation compounds in the diet. And as we all know, inflammation is such a driving force behind heart disease and diabetes and a whole variety of different diseases, even depression, that something that is that powerful, an anti-inflammatory agent, could be a very, very important thing to have in our diet. I want to ask you a question, then. Why do some of us, now I haven't had the coffee you're talking about, but I stopped drinking coffee many years ago because I found it gave me heartburn. It was too strong for my system. So talk about that. So here's what's really interesting. There was a study of over 8,000 people who had peptic ulcer disease, had uh, gastroesophageal reflux like you may have had, who had duodenal ulcer disease, and they found zero relationship between coffee and those conditions. And that's Mm. because coffee is not very acid. That is, you know, a 1.0 as a number would be hydrochloric acid, which is an ultra-strong acid. Turns out like orange juice or sodas or two, uh, coffee is a five, which means much, 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 much less acid. Now, having said that, if you are somebody who naturally has reflux disease, that has a long-term risk of esophageal cancer, and you need to be on regular antacids morning and night. Prilosec in the morning is an example. Zantac at night. Ask your doctor about it. But it's critically important that you treat this underlying condition. Now, sure, if you are untreated and you put a lot of volume in your stomach and it's hot, you know, you, you may definitely develop some symptoms but, symptoms, but don't blame it on the coffee. You know, it's the underlying condition which needs to be treated to be able to uh, make you feel better. And I mean, I, is, I, you know, is the coffee admit, that you're I, talking about, though, you have a special kind of coffee. So let's talk about that. I know you say the coffee is the new red wine and it's a new superfood. So talk about the, you know, you're not talking about just any coffee. You're talking about a specific kind of coffee. Exactly. So the fundamental question you want to ask yourself is, if the polyphenols are good for you, how much is in your cup? And so in an analytical laboratory, we have looked at how much is in the cups. And many coffees that you may buy, you know, at the counter in the supermarket could have as low as five milligrams of the polyphenols. We're able to put as many as 450 milligrams of the polyphenols into the cup. Now, we source these worldwide. Many of them actually come from East Africa. They're very high-altitude beans, and they also get tippy, tippy, tippy top scores on coffee review in terms of being a great-tasting coffee. Now, as a, it's intriguing, Patricia. I was actually writing a book on coffee, and as an author, I go, this is hard. I mean, it's hard to tell people to go and get this bean and roast it that way and do all this stuff. Why don't I do it myself and actually author a coffee the way I would author a book? And so we, we named it after my TV show. We call it Dr. Danger Coffee. It's sort of a, it's a fun mm-hmm. name, but nonetheless, we've done all the work for the consumers so that with this coffee, they can get the right amount of polyphenols, the right roast, a great taste, and you know, really enjoy coffee again because they, they finally know that it's fundamentally really good for them. And again, a new superfood that may be one of the very best things they do for themselves in their diet. It's really great. So we have a few minutes left. Tell our listeners how they can learn more about this. You have an extensive website and talk about some of the material they can gain and learn. So what we've done with this website is we really loaded it up. It's called drdangercoffee.com. And on there, I've got very good videos on the humanitarian work that we're doing. You know, one key thing is that these very good beans come from the very best estates. And we pay them extra money to make certain that they can not just earn a subsistence wage, but wage, but they can afford to build 
you know, better hospitals and better, have better schools for the children, have a, have a real future. Someone who spent, you know, years on the boards of wonderful organizations like Save the Children and the UN High Commission for Refugees, we're always looking for sustainable development. In these countries like Kenya, it could go either way, you know, where they're, they're terrorist attacks all the time and where, you know, with a good, strong economy, they really is kind of a bulk word against that. It makes them a you know, better, stronger U.S. ally. Also, you know, these new coffee shrubs with the shade trees are a good hedge against global warming. So it's the best overall study I can imagine. We're helping them. We're helping the natives. I mean, we're helping them with their own economy and jobs. Absolutely. So, you know, you're, you're saving the world while you're saving the planet while you're helping yourself, maybe in the best way you possibly can. All right. So how would people find out more? They go to your website, correct? So they can go on the website, and it has some wonderful films in there. It has a good description of that, uh, some other references. They can learn all about it, and it's a great education. You know, I think that it's the mo- one of the most exciting things in my life. I can barely go to bed at night just thinking about what the coffee is going to taste like in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I mean that, you know, taste. When we say it's the new red wine, there are hundreds of different kinds of unique taste in coffee, whether it be chocolate or carob or raspberry jam or apricot or nut. And if you learn how to drink coffee the right way, if you just gulp it, you'll never experience. But if you slurp it a little bit, mm-hmm. you aerosolize the coffee. So you have Almost all like wine. Coma. Almost like the way you would taste wine. Well, you know, it's scored the same way as wine. And do you know that sommeliers are coming over from wine to become coffee stewards? so that they can teach people the better kinds of coffees. You know, another three or four years, you're going to go to a coffee bar, and they'll be freshly roasting all the coffees there, and you'll have a a choice of 10 or 15 different coffees that you'll choose from for the taste and aromas and for the tremendous new health benefits. All right, tell us your website again, Dr. Renault. So it's drdangercoffee.com. Okay. Closing thoughts for our listeners. What would you like to leave them with today? What's your strong message? Well, you know, life's a wonderful adventure. Coffee can be part of that in terms of, you know, not only making you healthier and helping you help different parts of the world and learn about different parts of the world, uh, but it also is a tremendous sensory experience. You know, it can help you displace food so you lose weight. It's a good companion to any kind of a weight loss program. And it is, uh, you know, it's a remarkable story that goes across so many different societies and heritages, teaches you more about agriculture and agronomy and making the world a better place. So what I would say is my message is have a great coffee adventure. And you've traveled all over the world drinking coffee, correct? I have, yeah. My favorite place actually is up on the southwest slope of Mount Kenya, 17,000-foot mountain. Uh, it's a thing uh, called the Diamond Glacier, which drains down into our coffee. And, <laughs> you know, it's spectacular water that goes into and it. And I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure you've seen them make it. You've seen them get the coffee grounds, and you've been right there. Well, not only that, but I'll go out with uh, our local bike racing team there in Kenya. We'll drink the Dr. Danger coffee. I think a big reason behind the fact that the Ethiopians swept the Boston Marathon this year and the Kenyans do other year is because of the coffee. You know, it is perhaps the best of all performance fluids. You know, it does liberate free fatty acids. You're able to hold on to more of your fuel stores. It obviously energizes you psychically. And in very good studies, it does improve performance. So um, it's pretty exciting. I, I compete uh, internationally at what we call stand-up surfing, where you're on those 
those paddle boards. You paddle on those little narrow boards in the open oceans. And I use it as a fuel for that and for bike racing and love it. Just love it because I feel great during the race. And All right. when I finish, I've got so much energy, I want to go back and do it again. Well, we'll have to have you come back on here again. So we'll oh, talk love, more about it. And people can show. log on to drdangercoffee.com. Thanks so much, Dr. Bob Arno. Thanks, Thank Patricia. You. I really appreciate it. All right, it. stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, stay tuned. Our next interview is coming up next right here on the Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.